This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. A Mirage 2000 fighter jet that crashed on Monday is raising concerns about the functionality and effectiveness of some of Taiwan's military planes. The Mirage 2000 has been in service for more than 25 years. But as the country looks to bolster its defenses, there are calls to modernize Taiwan's air force. Jaime Ocon reports. Taiwan's air force loses another one of its fighter jets. On Monday, a Mirage 2000 fighter crashed in waters off the eastern coast of Taiwan after reporting a mechanical failure involving the engine. The plane was over 20 years old, raising questions as to whether they should be kept in service. The Mirage 2000 costs almost 28,000 U.S. dollars per hour to operate, compared to roughly $10,000 per hour for an F-16. But military analysts say that the Mirage is integral to Taiwan's defense strategy. In an effort to bolster its defense capabilities, Taiwan is retrofitting more than 140 F-16s into a more advanced F-16V variant and purchased an additional 66 from the U.S. The military is also updating reservist training to enhance their combat readiness, all in a concerted effort to keep China from increasing its pressure campaign against Taiwan and any attempt to exert its sovereignty over the island. Patrick Chen and Jaime Ocon for Taiwan Plus. Dozens of people were sent plummeting backwards when an escalator malfunctioned at a Taipei metro station. The escalator suddenly lost speed and changed direction. The Taipei metro, which is owned by Taipei city government, has apologized for the incident at Shimpu station. It said initial investigations have found the braking system was at fault. Louise Watt reports. Security camera footage at a Taipei metro station on Friday evening. Passengers are taking the escalator up when it suddenly stalls and changes direction at speed. Another camera angle shows people being thrown backwards into others below. 28 people ended up in a heap. Six of them were injured. The company that runs Taipei Metro said it was very sorry for the incident. The escalator has been in use since the year 2000 and regularly inspected and maintained. Taipei Metro engineers have found a problem with the braking system. But that has raised more questions about why the escalator malfunctioned when its monthly maintenance had been carried out just four days earlier. A Taipei city councillor said that even an emergency braking system that was meant to kick in failed. Technical consultants are to help with investigating why the incident happened. The Taipei Metro system has almost 250 escalators of the same type and nearly 1,200 escalators in total, which will all be inspected in the wake of this incident. Karma Xu and Louise Watt for Taiwan Plus. Taiwan is considering raising the price of electricity in response to a surge in global energy markets. The prices of coal, gas and oil have jumped in recent weeks amid uncertainty caused by the conflict in Ukraine. Taiwan gets most of its energy by importing fossil fuels from overseas. But despite that, electricity rates in the country remain relatively cheap at 9.3 US cents per kilowatt hour. That's nearly half the global average. Economics Minister Wang Meihua says the government is still considering how to respond.
Faced with the rise of autocrats worldwide, it's worth reflecting on how one of the world's longest-running authoritarian regimes chose to democratize. Taiwan's Kuomintang, or KMT, oversaw the country's transition to a multi-party democracy 30 years ago and continued to find success despite a past that was filled with periods of brutal repression, such as the 228 incident, which saw tens of thousands of Taiwanese killed. Taiwan Plus reporter Ed Moon spoke to Joseph Wong, a professor at the University of Toronto and asked him why the KMT chose to democratize. The KMT chooses to democratize when it does precisely because it knows that it will maintain its hold on power. Um, that in the face of uh, full elections and freer elections, it would have every confidence that it would continue to be electorally dominant. So the KMT had a record uh, as an authoritarian party of being incredibly brutal at times. Uh, for example, the 228 incident, the White Terror. So what was it about the party that allowed it to not only democratize, but then thrive when it did so? The earlier part of your question, I think, is really important because there's no denying that the KMT was an especially brutal regime. But I would say, by and large, the political party, the KMT, has been able to transform its image from being an authoritarian, brutal regime into a viable democratic political party for a couple of reasons. One is, um, when you look back at the transition period beginning in the late 1980s or the mid-1980s into the late 1980s, you see the... Uh, you see the more moderate faction emerge as the dominant faction within the political party. And so this gave the party an, uh, the ability to, in many ways, transform itself from being a mainlander emigre party uh, of the 1940s and 1950s into a much more localized, Taiwanized party uh, as well. Taiwan's purple crow butterflies are making their way north for their annual migration. The butterflies head out from Kaohsiung in southern Taiwan and their numbers spiked on Tuesday morning. The government closed off parts of National Freeway No. 3 in western Yunling County for several hours to facilitate the migration. Up to 687 purple crow butterflies were recorded passing over the highway each minute. A local butterfly preservation association says even more butterflies will be making the northward journey around the tomb-sweeping festival early next month. South Korea's military says North Korea appears to have conducted a failed missile test. According to the South Korean Joint Chiefs of Staff, the unidentified projectile was fired from an area around Pyongyang's international airport and failed soon after it was launched. The projectile originated from the same area as two other recent launches. Japanese media say the object may have been a ballistic missile, citing Japan's defense ministry. Japan and the United States began three weeks of joint military exercises on Tuesday. The drills which are taking place near Mount Fuji aim to improve cooperation between the two allies. Four hundred Japanese troops are taking part in the exercises alongside 600 U.S. Marines. The drills are being held amid Russia's invasion of Ukraine and rising concerns of a potential threat from China. Japan has set about revising its national defense strategies in recent years and is working more closely with Washington on regional security.
The United Nations says Myanmar's military junta has engaged in war crimes and crimes against humanity across the country. It's the UN's first report on the human rights situation in Myanmar since the army overthrew the elected government of Aung San Suu Kyi in February last year. The report sets out Myanmar's uh, military and security forces' flagrant disregard for human life, bombarding populated areas with airstrikes and heavy weapons, and deliberately targeting civilians, some of whom have been shot in the head, burned to death, arbitrarily arrested, tortured, or used as human shields. The UN said its report was based on corroborated interviews with victims and witnesses. The report also detailed mass killings, evidence of torture and rape, and women and children burned to death while trying to escape. That, though the West has imposed broad sanctions on the junta, the report calls for meaningful action by the international community to stop the continuing atrocities in the country. Hong Kong police have warned a UK-based NGO to take down its website and disband or face prosecution under the territory's national security law. Hong Kong Watch, founded in 2017 to monitor threats to Hong Kong's basic freedoms, rule of law and autonomy, is the first foreign NGO to be targeted by the law. Hong Kong's Security Bureau has accused the watchdog of colluding with foreign forces to threaten China's national security. Under the Beijing law, convictions can apply worldwide and carry a potential life sentence. UK Foreign Secretary Liz Truss called the move an unjustifiable action to silence those who stand up for human rights in Hong Kong. Police in the New York suburb of Yonkers have arrested and charged a man for the assault and attempted murder of a 67-year-old Asian woman. The attack is being treated as a hate crime. Security cameras captured a man following the woman into her apartment building, then hitting her more than 125 times as she lay on the ground. The man had used anti-Asian and sexist slurs against her. Officials said the violence was driven by anti-Asian bias. According to the Center for the Study of Hate and Extremism, hate crimes against Asians in the United States increased by 339 percent in 2021. The Yonkers Police Department said the woman is stable and recovering in hospital. Thanks for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Inka Vat. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.